today in Integrate. Hasn't God blessed us with an amazing day? Hey, I told you four weeks ago, didn't I? I said, we've booked good weather. See? There we go. It's a beautiful day out there, and we're going to have a wonderful barbecue and, and fun time this afternoon. But before we, we do that, I believe God wants to speak into our hearts about a really important subject. And, and we're here today as one big family, and God is going to speak into every one of our hearts, I believe. Because the subject that we're talking about affects us all. Is there anybody here that has never experienced any feelings whatsoever? Didn't think there would be. Didn't see any corpses being wheeled in. And if we did, I think just about every song this morning we sung, Jesus has overcome the grave. So with the greatest respect, I think if there had been a corpse wheeled in this morning, it probably would have walked out alive (laughs) through our confession. Every one of us experiences feelings. And they can be really confusing sometimes. We, 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 just, we just don't know what we're supposed to do with them. And uh, maybe, you have, maybe you have heard or maybe some of you kids have been told when you have expressed maybe a feeling like, I feel angry or I feel jealous or I feel grumpy. Do you know what grumpy means? Yeah? How do we explain grumpy? I don't really know. Cranky. Cranky. You know cranky. Yeah? And then someone says to you, you shouldn't feel like that. Who's been told that? I have. When I was a kid, I was told, you shouldn't feel like that. I remember, I remember my friend David Last. David Last was his name, and he had, he had straight blonde hair and little round pink glasses, and he was my best friend until, until he started to come out to play with me, and he would come out with two chocolate cookies stuck together. Not just one. I mean, I, I, was, I was fortunate if I got just a plain cookie. Yeah, but he would come out with these two stuck together and he wouldn't eat them one at a time. He would just bite into them like some of you will the hamburgers this afternoon and, and chocolate all over his face. And I would go into my mum and I would say, oh, I wish I wish I had could have some chocolate. We call them biscuits in England. I wish I could have some chocolate biscuits. And she would say, you shouldn't feel jealous like that. Be thankful for what you've got. The problem was, <laughs> I did feel jealous. Do you have anybody identify with that? Someone says to you, you shouldn't feel angry. You shouldn't feel upset. You shouldn't feel jealous. And you say to yourself, the problem is, I do. Yeah? Ever been there? Not just us young ones, or not us young ones, but not just the young ones. <laughs> yeah, I'm young-ish. <laughs> So why do we have feelings if they're sometimes so complicated and difficult to handle? Why do we have them? Just a few points that we're going to go through this afternoon that will help us to understand some really important facts 
about our feelings. The first one is this. Feelings are a gift from God. All of them. Not just the pleasant ones. Not just the... Oh, by the way, if you haven't got um, any notes, handout notes, we have one or two available. Just raise your hands. I think we're right out of English ones, so you better learn to speak Korean really quick. (laughs) Sometimes we think that there are good feelings and bad feelings. That we're okay if we have good feelings like happiness or we feel kind or we feel generous. But it's not so good and we really shouldn't feel the bad ones. We shouldn't feel angry. We shouldn't feel upset. But here is a truth. God gave us the ability to have all of those feelings. All of them. And in actual fact, there's no such thing as a bad feeling. What we like to say is this, that there are some feelings which are pleasant, which we perhaps enjoy, and perhaps other people around us enjoy us having them. And there are some feelings which are not so pleasant, maybe unpleasant. But none of them are bad. None of them are wrong. All of them are the expression, the the proof that God has created us. He's made us with these strange things called feelings. And he's given them to us because they tell us what is going on on the inside of us when we experience things that are happening around us. You see, I felt jealous because my mate David last had two chocolate biscuits and I didn't. And, and, and it was a feeling that something outside, something I experienced, it caused me to have this feeling. But it wasn't a bad one. You see, the feelings that we have are not bad. What's important is what we do with them. And that's what we're going to look at this morning as we go through this lesson. But the first thing we want us all to understand is this, that God has created us with the ability to have the whole range of feelings, all of them. Imagine, just imagine, okay? Imagine it's your birthday. Is it anybody's birthday here? Yesterday? Tomorrow? Oh, I was going to sing happy birthday to you. Oh, shame. Ah, you're not telling the truth. <laughs> I know when your birthday is. Imagine it's your birthday and you have been waiting a whole year for it. And there's something really special that you would like as a gift for your birthday. And and you wake up on your birthday morning and somebody has bought it for you. Yeah? Now, how would you feel? Sad? No, excited? What else? 
Happy? Thankful? Satisfied? Spoiled? You need to buy her more gifts. <laughs> Imagine what it would be like if, if you just couldn't express that. If you had no ability to feel happy or excited or thankful or spoiled. Imagine. I remember my, my, my parents bought my brother and myself a, a, a brand new racing bicycle one Christmas. And, and I think I just ran around the house about 50 times. I was so excited. My feelings were so high and so emotional that I just didn't... I, I think if, if we don't have feelings, sometimes we would explode. Imagine that you get up on your birthday morning and here's the gift that you've been waiting all year for and you have no feelings to express and so you just explode all over the place. How tragic would that be? Seriously, God gives us these feelings on the inside so that we have an an awareness of how we're responding inside to what's going on around us. And there's no feeling that's bad. Second thing is what I'm just saying to you. No feeling is wrong. No feeling that we experience is wrong. Now, I'm looking around and I'm seeing some puzzled expressions. Well, I I didn't think it was right to feel jealous. I didn't think it was right to feel angry. Well, what would you do if you didn't have that feeling? How would you process? How would you deal with whatever it is on the outside that's causing you to feel angry? You wouldn't be able to. You see, the feeling itself is not wrong. It's what we do with it. It's how we process it. Now, listen to this. Families, I really want you to hear this. Mums, dads, and children, listen to this. How we respond to certain things sometimes is different with different people. You may be in a, in a family situation and s- something happens and it affects all of you. And for one person, it, it may not have any deep effect whatsoever that they're able to process it and deal with it but someone else in that family that they may feel real grief they may feel real sadness they may feel angry let's for example say that that dad comes home from work one day and says that he has lost his job and you're going to have to move out of your house see one of one of the children might think praise god i hate this house I've been praying that God does something. And, and dad might just be really, he may feel really anxious and worried. Well, where are we going to live? Where are we going to move to? And, and mum might be thinking, this, this is my home. I've built it up for years. It's, it's my home. And they all have different feelings in response to the same event. And it's important that we understand that because 
in processing our feelings together in our families, we need to be able to help one another. We're going to be talking in a moment about how we need to talk to, our, to God about our feelings. But we also need to be able to talk with one another. We need to be able to listen. We need to be able to not judge one another just because we have certain feelings. And I think, mum and dad, that it's far better that we allow our children to express what they're feeling on the inside because we're talking with them rather than saying, you shouldn't feel like that. Jesus would be upset with you if, you, if he knew you felt like that. And that's just silly because Jesus wouldn't be upset. So don't tell your children lies. Yeah? Don't, don't try and control them and threaten them with Jesus. And then wonder why when they grow up into young adults, why they don't like Jesus. Well, because you've, you've threatened them and says, if you don't behave yourself, Jesus won't like you. I'm telling you the truth here. Don't do it. It's sinful. It, it will separate you from your children and your children from God. And they will grow up thinking that Jesus is some kind of tyrant, some kind of person who gets upset when I have the wrong feelings, when I do the wrong things. Don't go telling them pastor will be upset with them either. Ah, I'm telling you the truth. I've, I've heard people say that. Oh, you need to behave yourself. Pastor will be upset with you. No, he won't. Don't go telling them what I think anyhow. No, I wouldn't be upset. God is not upset. Jesus is not upset. But guess what? The Holy Spirit doesn't get upset. What, what, they, what God wants is for us to be able to come to him and like children, <laughs> just express ourselves and say, God, you know what? I feel really angry right now. Now, now. You know what as well, too, also? I feel angry with you. Ah, you can say that to God. If you feel it, you better be honest. Because in honesty is the only place where something can be resolved. That's why you must never threaten your kids and say, Jesus will be upset with you if you feel that way. Because then they close their hearts and they think God is not interested in how I feel. God is not there to help me to deal with this. So when I'm sad, when something really bad has happened, I know I can't go talk to God because I'm not supposed to have this feeling. So God can't help me. Some of us as adults, as adults here today, we need to realize that somewhere along the line in our lives, someone has fed this lie into our hearts that God gets upset with us when we have the wrong feelings. It's a lie of the devil. There's a book in the Bible, and one of the very first verses says this. God says, he says, come here. Come on, let's talk together. Let's reason together. Do you know what he wants to talk about? How good you are? How many hours a day you pray? 
how good you are at your homework or your school? No. He says, do you know what I want to talk about? I want to talk about your sin. God doesn't get freaked out. God's not scared of, of sin. God knows how to help us to overcome it. But unless we're honest with him and we think, you know, we, we, we're feeling all horrible feelings inside, all unpleasant ones. We're, we're upset with him. We're angry with him. We're jealous of our, of our friends because they have got and we haven't got. But I'm not allowed to be jealous because mum and dad said, if I'm jealous, Jesus will be upset with me. And all the time we're like that, our heart is closed to God. And God says, come on, come on, open your heart. Just tell me, tell me, be honest. Because in that place of honesty, our ears are open to hear what God will say back to us. And God will never say to us, you shouldn't feel like that. You should be more thankful. You should be more grateful. Tut, tut, tut. That's not God. God wants us to open our hearts so that he can help us process what is going on on the inside. Can you begin to see how valuable our feelings are now? When we have these these sensations, these feelings on the inside, they're there to help us. And we're all going to have different feelings and we all need to help one another and not judge each other, but humbly Talk to one another and help us in that process of coming to God and allowing him to speak his words of life and truth into our hearts. You know, sometimes he's the only one that can bring sense to a situation. Uh, Young Ho talked about what's happening in, in Nepal with that horrendous earthquake and all the devastation and loss of life that's happened there. And he said, man can do nothing. And it's true. Man can't even begin to bring any sort of sense to it because it's, it's beyond our ability. But as we bring our feelings, our fears, you see, one of the things that Young Ho was doing as he was in Nepal was meeting with the, the teams, the families that are from, from here and from other places in the world and helping them with some of these things. Because, you know, just because they've got this little label missionaries doesn't mean to say they don't have feelings and emotions. They're still experiencing the aftershocks. Just Friday, there was another big shake. And, 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 and some, of them are still, some of them can't go back into their homes yet because it's unstable. And some of them are afraid to do that. And so we, we need to be able to Process those feelings with God so that he can bring his life, his truth to bear into our hearts and help us with them. Here's a little illustration that will help you. Feelings are our dashboard, not our steering wheel. Okay, how many eight-year-olds do we have here today? How many of you are eight-year-olds, eight years old? Nine. Okay, we have a few nine-year-olds. Do you have a car? You have your own car? Oh, not your own. 
Your dad has one. Okay, do you know what the dashboard is? No, then I better explain. Can you see that picture behind me here? Behind the letters, there's a picture of a car dashboard. And the dashboard is that bit of the car behind the steering wheel. And it's got all those round dials on and switches and lights and other controls. And those are really, 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 really important things. They're, they're, they're some of the most important parts of a car. They're not just there to look nice. Okay? You have one that's round and it has a little needle that goes round. And, and the more you put your foot down on the, on the gas pedal, the faster your car goes and the more that needle goes up and it, it, it's got numbers on there, you know, 0, 10, 20, 50, 100, 120, 150. Of course, none of you have ever been up there. But you see, that dial, that dial, that speedometer, tells you how fast you're going. And you need to keep an eye on that. Because every now and then, above the highway, they have these cameras. And those cameras, they can tell how fast you're driving. And if you're driving faster than you're supposed to, they take a little picture of you. They're really kind, aren't they? So if you need a new passport photograph, just go along Highway 171 at 130K. Smile. You mustn't smile for passport, must you? And it will give you a passport photograph. Free of charge. Well, not free of charge. You actually have to pay 40, 50, 60,000 won or something. I don't know because I've never had one. <laughs> I know where all the cameras are. Sorry. <laughs> Pastor Jack used to say, he said, I walk in the spirit, but I drive in the flesh. <laughs> but you see, you need that speedo because it tells you how fast you're going and you, need, you mustn't go over the speed limit. There's another little light on there that tells you when your engine oil pressure is gone too low or too high. And if that comes on, you need to stop pretty much straight away. Otherwise, your engine will blow up. There's another one there that tells you the temperature of your engine. You see, they're sensors with dials. And they're telling you what's going on around the, the engine and the electronics of your car. And you need to take notice of them. They're just like our feelings. Our feelings, they tell us what's going on inside. They tell us when we're beginning to feel sad or angry or jealous, or bitter, or resentful. They, they indicate to us like an alarm. Whoa, 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 whoa. You need to, to take notice. You need to do something. Now, the one thing that they are not in your car, your feelings are not the steering wheel. Okay? The steering wheel is that round thing that you sit in front of. I'm joking. And when you move that, it determines the course or the direction that your car goes in. Feelings were never intended to be the steering wheel. 
We were never designed to live by what our feelings tell us. To follow our feelings. So even though it's not wrong to feel angry, it isn't necessarily right that we allow that feeling of anger to drive us to a place where we express that anger on another person. Or we may feel bitter or jealous. Those feelings are the dashboard. They are the warning signals that says, hey, you need to talk about this with God. You need to deal with it. Feelings are not the steering wheel that direct us where we should go and what we should do. Does that help a little bit? It helps me when I'm driving my car. Anyhow, I look at the dashboard and, and it reminds me, not that the, the red light comes on too often, but it reminds me that my feelings, they're not supposed to direct me. They're supposed to warn me. There was a time in the life of David when the Bible says in 1 Samuel 30 verse 6, he was seriously worried. See, David, King David, this, this mighty man who wrote so many of the Psalms, there was a time, in fact, there were many times when he was worried and scared and anxious and fearful of his life. And on this particular occasion, he had been out to battle and he had won a victory. But he'd come back and another enemy had come and plundered his city and taken away all the children and all the wives. And those mighty men who were fighting with him, well, they were not happy. It wasn't the best day of their life. They weren't feeling happiness. They weren't feeling uh, kindness towards David. Do you know what they wanted to do? They were feeling so upset they wanted to stone him. Yeah. Yeah. Praise God, they didn't go by their feelings. Otherwise, David would have had a few bruises. So what does David do? He's seriously worried. For in their bitter grief, these people who thought they'd lost all their children, his men began talking of killing him. Then this is what David did. But David took strength from the Lord. He was conscious of what these people around him were feeling, how they were threatening and talking about killing him. Not surprisingly, he was worried. And he did something with that worry. He didn't go find himself a little corner and go, oh, I'm so poor and nobody loves me and, and I wish God was here and I'm all on my own and and these men are so mean. I've been their leader and they turn on me. He didn't do that. He didn't let his feelings drive him that way. What he did was he went and talked to the Lord about it. You should read the story and see how God listened and strengthened his heart. And this is what God wants to do. Because when we are feeling those unpleasant feelings especially... Those are signals that there's something that needs to be dealt with. There's something happening that we cannot ignore. We must never ignore our feelings. 
We must never try to squash them. We must never try to pretend that they're not really there. Because they're there for a very important reason. To help us to understand what's going on so that we can go to God and he can help us process them. So what's the most important thing to do with our feelings? We've touched on some of these already. Number one, be honest. Be honest. Be honest with yourself. And if you struggle to know how to process your feelings, be sure to find someone who can help you to do that. Don't ignore them. Don't pretend they're not there. Sometimes we think, especially us guys, we think there are certain feelings or emotions that we shouldn't have because they are a sign of weakness. You're not allowed to, you're not allowed to cry. You're not allowed to, to be afraid. You're not allowed to be nervous because they're all signs of weakness. No, they're not. If there's something that's really sad that's happened, God has given us the ability through our feeling of sadness to express that. It's not a, it's not a sign of weakness. It's a sign that God has given us a wonderful gift to be able to deal with that. So we must be honest. We must not ignore them. We mustn't try to minimize them. In other words, oh, it's nothing. Don't worry. Don't worry. I don't want to worry you with it. I don't want to, to be a pain. It's, it's, I'll sort it out. It's not really that bad. If it didn't need dealing with, you wouldn't be feeling it. So I say that again? If it didn't need dealing with, you wouldn't be feeling it. And the very best thing that we can do is be honest. Honest with ourselves and honest with God. The second thing is to take responsibility and don't blame. Sometimes because we don't like some of the unpleasant feelings, we don't take responsibility for them. We don't go to God with them. We say the only reason I'm, reason I'm feeling this is because you. The only reason I was feeling jealous is because my mate David last was like a little piggy and was eating two chocolate biscuits at once. No, there was something in there. There was jealousy that was in there. And it wasn't his fault. It's not your work colleague's fault that you feel jealous that he got a raise and you didn't. Or he got a promotion and you didn't. That's not his fault that you feel jealous. Now we need to take responsibility for our actions. Y- younger ones, children's young people, it's not your friends at school's fault that they perhaps got a better grade than you did in class and you feel upset about that. It's not their fault. When you feel that, if you feel jealousy or you feel that like... I'm not so good. That's the time to talk to God about it. But we we need to take responsibility. We can't pass the blame. The last thing. This is so important. 
talk to God about them. As I said earlier, in our families, let's, let's make it easy to talk about our feelings. If, so, if, if one of our members in our family comes to us and says, you know what, I'm feeling really sad. Oh, why are you, why are you feeling so sad? Well, I don't really know, but I'm just feeling sad. And then we laugh at them. That's going to cause them to find it really hard to open their heart again. We need to help one another. We need to realize that we all respond to things differently with feelings. And we need to help one another to go talk with God about our feelings. When we talk to God about our feelings and then we listen to him, he's able to help us respond in a way that brings life and healing. First of all to us and then also to other people. There's this lovely verse out of Psalm 73. Here, this is written by a guy called Asaph. You should read Psalm 73. I was going to talk about that a little bit today, but... I've kind of run out of time. It's an amazing psalm where this, this person who wrote it, he, he expresses his feelings. He's looking at, he's, he's a person that follows God and he's looking at people around him who are not godly, who don't love God, who are doing w- wicked and evil things. And he's envious of them because he says they don't, they're in perfect health. They don't have to fight for their health. They seem to be so wealthy and so prosperous. And he did the right thing. He talked about his feelings to God. It says he went into the presence of God. And then he began to see things as they really were. As God began to show him what was true. And he says here in verse 24. Even though I was angry and hard hearted. God You gave me good advice. You see, we can go talk to God if we're angry, if our hearts are hard, if we have pleasant feelings. God loves to hear about that too, if we have unpleasant ones. Because God wants to bring into our lives his life, his healing. And not just into our lives, but so that we can help others come to that place of healing and freedom as well. Can you see how such a wonderful gift our feelings are? Can you see how God has provided them for us so that we can, instead of allowing them to keep us away from God, we can actually use them to bring us close to him. And to talk to him about them. And to to ask him to help us to process and come to a place where we can experience his life, his wholeness, his healing in our hearts as well. Amen. Let's pray. Father God, we thank you that you speak to us about These very practical things, our feelings, our emotions, things that we experience every day, 
all the time. And, and, and most of us right now, we're experiencing feelings right now. Some of them will be pleasant, some of them unpleasant. But Lord, I thank you that you tell us that none of them are wrong. Every feeling we express and have is an ability that you have given to us so that we can come to you and you can help us to process things in our life, things that are happening to us, maybe things that are unpleasant as well as things which are wonderful. Father, I thank you that you look for every opportunity to get close to us and to be our strength and to pour your life into our hearts. Thank you that you help us, Holy Spirit, as we go from this place, just to remember about our thoughts, our feelings, our emotions, and how we can come to you and talk to you and listen to you and get your wisdom get your advice and also get your strength and your power that enables us to experience your life. We praise you in Jesus' name. Amen.